Welcome to the QuackCast, a review of supplements, complementary, and alternative medicine, also known as SCAM. If you like my podcast, don't forget Sisyphus Speaks, the podcast of the Society for Science-Based Medicine, available over at the SFSBM website as well as iTunes. Besides a twice-weekly short essay, every Sunday there is the Week in Review of Pseudoscience and Pseudomedicine. This is the 207th QuackCast and is called Board Disciplinary Actions, What Naturopaths Really Do Not Want You to Know. To my knowledge, all states have a medical board that oversees the practice of medicine and doctors. In Oregon, it is the eponymous Oregon Medical Board, and the, quote, mission of the Oregon Medical Board is to protect the health, safety, and well-being of Oregon citizens by regulating the practice of medicine in a manner that promotes access to quality care. Every quarter, the OMB sends out a newsletter that includes board actions, and there is a monthly board action report. Both are available on the home page of the organization. Sometimes the reasons for the actions are obvious, inappropriate opiate prescribing, and sometimes not so much, unprofessional behavior, whatever that might be. There are over 12,000 physicians in Oregon, but only a handful of actions. I can find no statistics on their work. It can't be an easy job to oversee other physicians. The actions often induce a queasy curiosity it takes to kill a medical career and how ostensibly bright people can really mess up. Naturopaths have a similar board, the Board of Naturopathic Medicine. The BNM is a different website than the OMB, with a Find a Physician ND option as well as an About Naturopathic Medicine page. It is more of a partisan promoter of naturopathy than an oversight organization, despite their vision of quote to protect the health, safety, and welfare of the public in the matters of care provided by naturopathic physicians in Oregon which could realistically best be met by dissolving the organization and preventing the practice of naturopathy. But that's just me. The website does mention their role to, quote, remain neutral as possible when carrying out regulatory functions, which to my mind runs contrary to the boosterism that permeates the site. But I wondered, just what kind of action does the naturopathic board take in response to practice complaints? The medical board, as a rule, is not involved with specific issues of malpractice and poor care. That is left to the hospital peer review system and the legal system. The medical board tends to look at inappropriate opiate prescribing, moral turpitude, and I do love that phrase, and the general unfitness to practice. Moral turpitude is described as, quote, crimes containing Moral turpitude have an inherent quality of baseness, vileness, or depravity with respect to a person's duty to another or to society in general. You have to go pretty low to meet that standard and show up in front of the board, but currently not to be the POTUS. Does the T stand for turpitude? Issues concerning individual patient standard of care do not appear before the board, and would not be an issue for naturopaths anyway, as their white paper proudly states, quote, there is no naturopathic specific standard of care. Naturopathic doctors are taught and held to the same standards of care as conventional providers. Well, no. 
Most conventional providers do not offer the breadth of pseudomedicine that defines the practice of naturopathy and makes their vision just one of the many fantasies of naturopathy. But that's neither here nor there. Just what kind of issues does the board find worthy of intervention with its practitioners? But first, how to find those actions? Transparency and ease of use, at least in comparison to the medical board, is not strong suit of the website. Unlike the medical board, there is nothing on the home page. The concern complaint page does not have a search or results link. If you go to the licensee directory page and search for a practitioner, you will find a link for a malpractice claim, more a disciplinary action, if you have a specific ND in mind, but who wants to go through every ND to find a handful of actions? So I sent an email to the board asking where a summary statement could be found, and they directed me to the newsletter. Of course, just like the medical board. So I looked at a few. 2016 was not out at the time of this writing. Unlike the medical board, they do not need to publish monthly updates. So we will have to see if any NDs warranted a board evaluation in the last year. 2015, no actions. A good year for the board. No transgressions, or at least none reported. In 2014, there were six actions, two unknown, four for inappropriate opiate prescribing. 2013, no newsletter another good year. 2012, seven actions, two for opiate prescribing, one for treating minors, one for a DUI, driving under the influence, and one for some sort of drug and firearm issue. Just what you want, a stone naturopath with a handgun. And 2011, five actions. One action, I would opine, sets a dangerous precedent for the ND board because it sounds to me like the reasoning could be applied to most ND practices, since they note the, quote, continued practice of naturopathic medicine constitutes a serious danger to the health and safety of the public. And he did not use conventional, scientific, or otherwise established methods to diagnose or treat patient conditions, and presented himself as a medical specialist in diagnosing and treating difficult cases and conditions. That's naturopathy in a nutshell. Based on the ND websites, virtually every ND could be reported to the board using this opinion as the criteria. Given the usual pseudo-medical and pseudo-scientific grounding of the standard naturopathic practice, it is hard to imagine how far off the map this particular ND must have been for another ND to find it wanting. One action was giving HCG at a weight loss clinic without first examining the patients, and another for lying on the application about a prior battery and DUI. The reasons for the rest of the actions are opaque. 2010, six actions. At this point, I have to admit I gave up reading the specifics of these legal documents because they're not that interesting. But it does give a flavor of what the board has done, fairly similar to the actions of the medical board, but much more difficult to find. Not in the bottom of a locked filing cabinet, stuck in a disused laboratory with a sign on the door saying, Beware the leopard, hard to find, but not as easy as the OMB. The board meets six times a year. An outgoing board member notes that by, quote, Abiding by our statutes and providing appropriate care, we are maintaining a high standard for our profession so that our licensees are respected. Cases come to the board when someone has filed a complaint. That someone can be a patient, family member, pharmacist, or other provider. Our 
investigator does an investigation and writes a report that does not include the name of the doctor. They put the does not include the name of the doctor in all caps. Discussing these reports and deciding what to do makes up the bulk of our meetings. If you have never been on the board, you will never know how many cases are dismissed with no action. That was bolded and no was in all caps. With several years of no newsletters, I idly wondered just how many cases had an action and I just can't find them. Is the absence of evidence evidence of absence? Color me skeptical. As part of the great legislative mistake where the Oregon legislature gave naturopaths the legal designation of primary care providers, they included a peer review committee. Quote, the Oregon Board of Naturopathic Medicine shall appoint a peer review committee consisting of five members. The peer review committee shall evaluate complaints against naturopathic physicians, which are referred to it by the board, and make recommendations to the board regarding these complaints. The board exercises ultimate authority and control over all complaints considered by the committees, approving or disapproving the recommendations of the committees. And this year, Senate Bill 22 would remove that provision. Quote, Repeals provision establishing peer review committee for purpose of evaluating complaints against naturopathic physicians and making recommendations to the Oregon Board of Naturopathic Medicine about these complaints. Why this is at the request of Governor Kate Brown for the Board of Naturopathic Medicine, I do not know and cannot find either from the site or the Googles. I am sure there is a perfectly good reason why. I just can't think of one beyond removing an unneeded extra layer of bureaucracy. Currently, an investigator does an investigation and reports to the board where, as I read the bill, an investigator would report to a peer review committee who would then send it on to the board. It kind of makes sense. You have a board consisting of five naturopaths and two members of the public. Add another committee with five NDs and you get, well, nothing plus nothing is still nothing as far as protecting the public is concerned. And that ends the 207th QuackCast. References are available at the SBM website from February 3rd, 2017, with the blog entry of the same name. Thanks for listening. Bye.